You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stuga. Just me and you. Little Thanksgiving <laughs> week episode, huh? Yeah, where's Mikey A? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> where's Golick? Where is everyone? I, I mean, they'll be here later today. Uh, so uh, They will be. Okay. They will be. In big, just a little bit. Big Thanksgiving week episode. Uh, it is. You excited? I mean. Yeah, you know. I mean, Thanksgiving, it's a great holiday. I do like Thanksgiving. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird doing this? Like, we're releasing this, like, midweek? It's it's a little bit weird, right? Midweek release, you know, but it's fine. It's not a big deal. All right. Yeah. We have uh, Chris Sims coming up here in just a few minutes. Austin Eckler going to join us as well. Mike Golick Sr., of course, is going to join us. And then we have the guys getting together uh, to make the picks. Are you excited for a Black Friday Dolphins-Jet game, Billy? <laughs> I am excited. Are you? Yeah, it's going to give me something to do on a Friday. You're right. Yeah. Can hang out with the family, but well, I could hang out with the family. I could do a little shopping. I'll probably do a little online shopping, but uh, yeah, a little football game. Do you feel like there's an opportunity? I'm being serious um, for the Dolphins because of what's happened in the AFC. Chiefs aren't as good. Josh Allen, the Bills are down a bit. The Ravens are, you know, there's question marks there as well. Like you have an opportunity here. I've been telling you all year: if the Dolphins get home field advantage, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. If they get it in the playoffs, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They play the Ravens at Baltimore late in the season, but you have a real chance here because Mahomes and the Chiefs are not as good. Josh Allen, Bills, not as good. Joe Burrow is injured. Yeah, you got a lot going your way here, Billy. Yeah, I just. I don't want anyone to get hurt this week. That's, That's just it. survive That's... in advance this week. <laughs> so, so you don't feel like there's an opportunity in front. There's of you. a little okay. opportunity, but like, yeah, it's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, you right. know what I mean. One week at a time. 
By the way, speaking yes. of opportunities, yes. do you want the opportunity to compete against us in fantasy I weekly? I love that, yes. Go to dkng.co slash Levitard. <laughs> Last week I finished like 665th place or something. So In the money. Not even close. <laughs> right. I am on a cold streak. Okay. I had this situation last week where I drafted uh, someone who got hurt. Right. In uh, Devin Achan, which was not great. I did the same thing. I got Achan, he got hurt, and then they, they kept him out for, uh, I don't know, I guess safety reasons or whatever. So that didn't go well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also made the mistake of gambling on Noah Brown playing, and he did not. So had lots of people give me zero points last week. He didn't play at all. He did not play at all, no. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it did. Very much did. I feel bad for you. And then I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I don't, but I do. But, well, <laughs> here's here's where it got really not great is right. I decided for whatever reason, let me gamble and think that the Jets defense is going to have a big week and Josh Allen's going to kind of continue with the you turnover didn't thing. You did that. You didn't Took do the that. Jets. Didn't go well for did me. Did you really? Yeah, I did. So I want to thank the Jets because I was down so much money headed into the 4 o'clock games that it was so nice just to sit back. I bet the Bills. Like, everything yeah. I was down, I put it on the Bills. Okay. And so I just want to thank the Jets for being that bad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah. thank you. All right, who are we going to first? Are we going to Chris Sims? Is that is that where we're going Let's go first? go to Chris Sims and find out what he does on Thanksgiving All Day. Right. Eckler will join us. By the way, we're surprised because on Monday we did God Bless Football recap, and we thought Brandon Staley would be fired by now. He's not. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll talk to Eckler about that. Go looking to join us as well, and the guys will make the picks. God bless football, Billy. God bless football, Stu Guts. Happy right. Thanksgiving, everybody. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller light has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller light delivered right to your door visit millerlight.com gbf or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer Chris, your bosses don't want you to have a, a happy Thanksgiving, huh? You have to work twice this week. Yeah. No, I don't have to work at all on Thanksgiving. What? It's actually, yeah, nothing. You have, you, your oh. network has what Seahawks. What time should I be there? Wait, your network has Seahawks <laughs> and Niners, no? Yeah, but, you know, because the NFL and the, 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 the second game, the Cowboys versus Commanders, starts at 430, it rolls right into our game, right? To where there's no point in having a pre a, a pregame show. Like, who the f- is going to be watching the pregame show when there's a game on and it's the Cowboys and Commanders? So yeah, yeah. you know, and NBC rightly so does a good thing and doesn't make you know all of us waste our time on a Thanksgiving to just come in to do a show to say we're doing a show. So they'll roll right to it and you'll have Tarico and Collinsworth on and it'll be right ready for football. So it is great. I'm so happy I don't have to work on Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday of the year. How about big? Or your dad is he working? What's happening there? He, he is working, yeah. Because yeah, you know CBS is they got the Lions game this year, right? All right, so they'll do the first game, and we'll go to their house for Thanksgiving, and we do like a late Thanksgiving dinner, and we'll wait for him, and we probably won't eat till about six or six thirty. Uh, so 
Yeah, well, well, he does have to work, but it's uh, it's a great day. I love it. You know, I'll get a, I'll get a little family football game in somewhere after the Lions game and before nice. the Cowboys game starts in the backyard. Make everybody get out there. Wow, and, nice. uh, You know, I'll carve up my family that. as all time quarterback as usual. I would pay money, Billy, and I think Billy would too. I think you would. I would pay money to see the Sims family football game yeah. in the backyard. I would. And like, do you? We gotta go. We gotta go. I usually get cussed out by the family because I hold everybody in the huddle too long uh, i try to be johnny offensive coordinator and i'm like you go here and this way and that way and this way and like my son will be yelling at me he'd be like you're not kyle shanahan just run the play you're not kyle we're running shanahan. Out of concepts yeah. we're running out of concepts. hurry up we're freezing right? so that's what usually what he happens. says it because he can that's why, <laughs> that's why he says wait so do you and phil how does this work like do you wait phil, for phil? Like, my dad's never there okay so mm-hmm. it's usually like me and a bunch of the kids and probably like, you know, my wife and somebody else versus my brother and the rest of the family. <laughs> and, you know, I'll get it all going. Double reverses. I got to get the kids involved, right? You get them involved, they get emotionally invested, and they pie hard for me. So I make sure I get them some reverses in the ball a little bit, and then they go all out on defense and offense from there on out. So are the kids the ones that are kind of having this happen? Because I feel in most families, it's like the kids have to drag a parent into this. It very much seems like you are dragging the whole family out into the yard to do this. It's not dragging, but I'm definitely the organizer. I'm <laughs> not, it's not dragging. The family will be like, definitely, hey, Christopher, when are we going to go out? And my sister will ask, and everybody, and then the kids will start to ask. And then it is on me to kind of go, hey, everybody, let's go. Here we go. This team, that team. The kids always want to be on my team because they know, you know, it's going to be fun and I'm going right. to bring the energy. Well, and and like football. I said, we yeah. get double reverses <laughs> and we get all these trick plays going to where the kids will always be like, Uncle Christopher, I want to be on your team. I want to be on your team. So it, it's a lot of fun. You put some zip on that pass, so oh, you yeah. kind of soften yeah. it up Hell for the yeah. kids. Hey, hey, no, we want to win the football game, okay. so we got to make it catchable. Right. We got to make right it catchable. Chest, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever gotten injured during the game? No, no, no injuries yet. Let's knock on wood there. Nothing okay. there. Nothing quite yet. So hopefully, I'm the only one that we worried about getting injured. I mean, I'm the one that's usually a little drunk and a lot high, oh, and the one that has pre-existing injuries. So yeah. I, I'm literally like right before the game starts, like doing squats in place to make sure I get a little warm first. <laughs> Do you give out awards like MVP, turkey leg, anything? No, nothing like that. Okay. Nothing like that. But we just want to win. That's all. Just win, baby. That's a, that's our motto. Uh, Chris, what is wrong with the Chiefs offense? Well, I mean, one, they don't catch the ball all that well. Right? Yeah. Two, I don't think there's a a game-breaking receiver, of course, that opens up the field for them, or as we've talked about with other teams, right? Just the the guy who can catch a, a short pass and really, you know, rip off another thirty or forty yards after that. So they're kind of missing that element of their football team, right? And then I think when you look on top of that, I don't think their offense is as creative with Matt Nagy as it was with Eric Bieniemy. I think that, that those would be the two things that jump off the screen to me. Now, the silver lining is, you know, I, I, again, people were open the other night, right? Catching the football, it, it, was, it was on the Chiefs. Yeah. I certainly don't want to blame Matt Nagy, and I don't look at the offense and go, oh, wow, it's so horrible. I just think it misses a few wrinkles and game plan play 
plays that you know I was used to see a little bit more with Eric Bieniemy at the helm. All right, but the silver lining is you do still have Mahomes. You know they still are gonna I think have the ability to be surgical as they go here forward. They're they're gonna get it right to a degree. Is it gonna look like the 2019 Chiefs or something like that? No, that's not gonna happen. But the other thing is running the ball. I haven't seen anybody move the move. The, the Eagles D-line like the Chiefs did the other night. Crazy. I mean, in the last two years, nobody has moved the Eagles D-line like the Chiefs did. So, you know, that is something I think that's going to be a legit part of their attack as they go forward. They do have a very good offensive line. Their interior three are phenomenal. The tackles are big. They're not the best at pass protection. And they're going to have to play through their defense and then just expect Mahomes to make a little magic here and there. But it's not going to fix itself, and they're going to become one of the best offenses in football as we come down the home stretch here. Are they still good enough to win a Super Bowl? Yes, they are. They are, but it's it's going to be a different way in which we've seen them ever win a Super Bowl. Right, and their offense does have to improve a little bit here. It, you know, again, what we saw before the bye week, you know, uh, what we saw the other night certainly wasn't good enough. But I think they have it in them to, to yeah, be a handful still on that side of the ball with him making some magic in that defense. That yes, they're still good enough to win the Super Bowl. They are. Uh, Chris, you have the Ravens on Sunday night, Ravens and Chargers. We'll get to the Chargers here in a second. But because Kansas City is not as good as they've been in years past, still Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl good, according to you, uh, because Joe Burrow is out, because Aaron Rodgers got injured four plays into the season, uh, and because um, the teams in the AFC just, you know, some of the Bills being one of them aren't as good as we thought they would be. Is there pressure here on Lamar Jackson? This is the best chance I feel like Lamar's had to win a Super Bowl. Is there pressure here for him? I mean, uh, it, it, it does seem like it's presenting them itself for them, you know, more than ever before. Yeah, there's pressure. I mean, there's pressure because he's one of the highest paid players in football. You know, he's only won one playoff game, right? And we hold him to an elite quarterback, you know, tier of, of ty- or type of player. Uh, their defense is, is right up there with Cleveland and the best in football. You know, you said it right. Cleveland, no Deshaun Watson. Burrow, out of the mix. The Chiefs not playing their best. Jacksonville's good, but it's young and it's still not perfect. Miami, you know, how's that going to translate on the road and cold? And, you know, their offense hasn't been as explosive and the defense is getting better. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear your point there. It's a year here where it's shaping up to where, as I've said all week, when I know the Eagles are the best team in football, but when I look at teams when they're at their best, the Ravens and the 49ers, when they're at their best, to me, still look like the most impressive teams in the sport. And it's there to be had this year. And let's just see if they can stay healthy and, and keep keep you know on this upward trajectory uh, as the season goes along here. Mikey, hold off one second. Uh, you're saying they're better than the Eagles, huh? I think at their best from what I've, what I've seen this year, their best – the 49ers and the Ravens has impressed me more than the Eagles best. If you make me rank the best teams in football, I'm still going to pick the Eagles because the Eagles find a way to win every week. And there is something to that. They don't ever have that big letdown 
right, that we've seen the Ravens and the Chiefs have or the Ravens and the 49ers have a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, at that peak, ooh, whoa, they went through a stretch during the game or had a one or two game stretches where they played great football. Uh, I think their peak football is better than the Eagles right now. Yeah, I, I do feel that way. It was funny watching Chiefs-Eagles where all the talk is about Travis Kelsey, of course, and Jason Kelsey, of course, and they're focusing on a center, which is really, really funny. Even the announcing crew is. Uh, and they're talking about Patrick Mahomes and the person they're not talking about, and I think he likes it this way. And he might be the best player on the field, Chris, is Jalen Hurts. And he went out and did what Jalen Hurts does, which is he won the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it was a, a great team performance. Jalen Hurts played really well. or He was big in big moments. You know, it, it's one of those games where, I don't know, did the Eagles win or the did the Chiefs just find a way to lose? That's right. kind of how I feel about it, mm -hmm. right? The Chiefs. I felt like, and Joe Buck said this, right? When the game was 17-14, the Eagles made it 17-14. He goes, somehow this game is 17-14. Correct. And it doesn't feel like it should be. You know, the Chiefs with the drops, you know, the bad interception in the end zone with a wide open receiver, Kelsey fumbling, you know, third down drops. They're going to keep the drives going. It wasn't like they were drops where it was like, oh, it's first down. It's no big deal. They were like in the biggest moments, fourth down at the end of the game, two third downs with the other Justin Watson and Travis Kelsey drops. Justin Watson not running straight on a go route yes. uh, when he's got a guy beat and Mahomes throws a perfect and he turns and follows his head and ends up five yards inside, right? There was just some things there where, you know, like I said, there was a silver lining for the Chiefs, but but back to your point with the, the Eagles, you know, they don't lose games. I think that's what makes them great. I think that's what was the surprising thing. They lost the Super Bowl last year is that felt like they kind of lost it to a degree. Traditionally, they don't. That's what makes them awesome. And they have so many ways to beat you, right? Even though Hertz wasn't great early on, their defense keeps them in there and makes plays and does all that. And where I say Hertz is better than last year compared to this year is he does make more plays to me that are impressive in the pocket with his right arm than last year compared to this year. Now, it's still not perfect on that offensive side of the ball, and him turning the ball over mm -hmm. you know, is still an issue as well. But with those two receivers, that O-line, and him at quarterback, man, they're tough to stop. Another week, another offensive coordinator gets fired. <laughs> One, what do you make of the Steelers firing Matt Canada? And two, do you think it could fix Kenny Pickett? Well, I don't know if it's going to fix anything. You know, it might give them a little energy bump. You know, Mike Sullivan uh, might bring some new things to the table as far as like, hey, the Bengals, oh, we haven't seen Pittsburgh's offense do this. Whoa, they came out here and did this. But like, you know, I, I don't think there's going to be any major fix here on the offensive side of the ball. Hopefully, though, there can be a few more creative ideas. It's just, as you guys know, it's so bland and simple. Right now, they've run the ball with a little success here. But yeah, hopefully they can infuse a few more pass concepts and ideas to get Penny Pickett going. You know, but Pickett needs a system. This is one of the reasons I didn't love Pickett coming out in the draft, right? Was just because I didn't see anything elite about his game. And, you know, I, I tend to go towards that guy that has a few elite traits over the guy there. I go, oh, it's good in a lot of areas, but I see nothing great. It's just a barely above average NFL arm, you know, barely above average athleticism. He's not real big to where he can stand in there and make big throws with people hanging around him. And then, of course, the offense doesn't give him much help either. 
Uh, but hopefully it helps. I expect them to beat the Bengals in a ugly Steelers type of football game without Joe Burrow. I think it fits them quite well in this matchup. Chris, does Zach Wilson come back from this? Mm. Like not on the Jets. Right. I mean, mm. in the NFL, not on the Jets. Be... He's done on the Jets, right? Yeah, yeah, he's done on the right. Jets, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Is he done forever? I don't think he's done forever. No. You know, as you guys know, this when you're a top or first round pick in the NFL, you get nine lives. That's the first thing. I mean, how many guys have we seen where it's like he was a tenth pick in the draft? He <laughs> sucked his whole career, and here he is, and on his ninth team in the eighth year of his career, because teams are still going. Wait, I had a good evaluation <laughs> back on him, and back in 2013, and I think we could be the team that actually makes him look like that, right? I mean, that's the way teams think at times. It's Whose stupid. voice are you doing there? Whose voice is that? Who is that? I don't know. Dumb scouting guy on. Or dumb GM in the NFL. I mean, hey, I saw something. Hey, I saw something. Yeah, I saw something in 2014. (laughs) I'm telling you, we can make him into what we thought he could be. Devil's advocate, though. Like, second round pick Geno Smith. Like, worked out. No, I hear you. No, Zach Wilson will be good 10 years later for, you know, on the West Coast somewhere. No, no, I I, I hear you there. You know, there's there's some examples of, to your point, Billy, of, you know, it working sometimes of guys that, you know, our journeymen first round picks and then all of a sudden they find the right spot and they carve out a nice little niche for themselves and the situations. Right. But I think like Zach Wilson, he will be in the NFL next year and he's going to be like a third stringer for some team. Right. That's just going to go, hey, he's got talent. Let's see if we can bring him in and kind of rewire the robot a little and teach him how to play football. The one thing I feel bad about Zach Wilson is he's been in like, you you can't pick really worse situations for a young quarterback and the ones he's been in, you know? And then of course he's done some things that have, have hurt himself, but I would, I, in the perfect world, you'd love to see him go to a place like Kansas city, be the third stringer. There's no pressure on you. Learn the game a little bit. Watch Mahomes do that. And then hopefully one day as you hang around the NFL, you get a chance again. But, you know, starter or backup, yeah, that's nowhere in the near future. That's for sure. Mikey A., if you had to bet an amount of money that meant something to you, will Zach Wilson have a moment, a game, a half, a quarter, where we are sitting on our couches at home just cursing him out? Will he have that, Mikey, at any point in his career? No. Yeah, he will. No, unless it's Billy's a tackle. Not, I'm, a with Billy. No, I'm with Billy. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Billy on that. We will have that moment. There will be a game or a yes. quarter where he comes in and takes over somewhere. And they're like, whoa. Yes. We were Mom, wrong about him. Mom's just down for a little bit. <laughs> Chris, should I be worried about Tim Boyle? Well, no. Oh. No. It, it, again, it, it's like it, the, the quarterback thing in New York is not going to be fixed here. It's not like, oh, man. Right, the, the offense is is not good. We've talked about this a lot. It just was way too predicated on Rodgers and him calling plays at the line of scrimmage, right. and therefore that affected the way they kind of set up the offense, set up the personnel, everything. The all lines not good. Billy, your Miami Dolphins defense continues to get better and better. Right, I think the big thing with this football game, you know, hey, the Jets, does Brees Hall maybe break a big run and they go down and maybe score one touchdown, maybe a field goal at some point on top of that? If you're the Dolphins, you know, hey, don't make mistakes in this one. 
on the offensive side of the ball. Don't let the Jets' defense strip sack, fumble, hit you as you're throwing. Be a little conservative on that side of the ball if you're Tua and company. The Jets' defense is still talented, still a pain in the ass, whatever, but take the you know slow death approach rather than let's go for the jugular early on and try to make it just blow them out of the water. I just think slowly but surely the Dolphins will wear down that Jets' defense and wear down that Jets' football team in general. I think I got them winning like 24 to 10 some or 27 to 10 somewhere right in that range. PFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, the Unbutton podcast, football night in America, Chargers and Ravens this Sunday night. Uh, I want to uh, bet Billy on something. I My bet here is that you and your dad love Tommy DeVito so much. You want him. You want this to work out. You want him to be the Giants quarterback for the next 12 years. Am I right or wrong? No, you're not right. Okay, <laughs> but I do like me some Tommy DeVito, all right? <laughs> there we hey, go. let's get some chicken farm and some New Jersey football here, right? Tommy DeVito, I, I followed him for a long time. He went to my brother's high school, Don Bosco Prep, which is a, a dominant Catholic high school in North Jersey. Uh, so I've known about him for a long time. I do think last week gives him a little confidence. We'll give the coaching staff confidence to open up the offense a little bit. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they beat the Patriots this week. I mean, what, the Patriots, they got nothing special, let alone it just seems like it's gloomy and doomy and shitty there. The Giants are still fighting, right? Yeah. And they know, like, Dayball's going to be there next year. He's not getting fired, so they're still going to play for their coach, and DeVito's got something to play for, and their defense is still a pain in the ass. You know, the Patriots, the quarterback situation, Belichick is he gonna, not doesn't sound like he's going to be there no matter what next year. I picked the Giants to win an ugly field goal game, honestly. It was kind of one of my upsets of the week this week. Nice. All right, PFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, the Unbutton Podcast, Football Night in America. We love him. He's great. I want a full recap of the backyard football game, okay, mm-hmm. from you and your brother. All right, You, you tackle yep. kids, don't you, Sim? You do. You've tackled them before. I, no, I don't tackle them. I don't. I'm, I'm always good to the kids. And like I said, I usually have the kids on my True. team, right, <laughs> to where then, like, if it gets, like, a little too physical, I yell at the other team and go, they're kids. Would you let them run down the field? I mean, geez, right? I use that to my advantage a little bit. I make them feel bad, the rest of my family. Uh, but, yeah, no, last year we won the game. Last play of the game like sent everybody deep. We were kind of close to the end zone. And I had my fast little nephew who's like six years old. I was like, you just hang over here in the flat. And when I look at you, you run underneath cross the field and I'm just going to shovel it to you. And he caught it and he ran up the sideline and we won on Thanksgiving. We're going for the victory tomorrow too. He remembers the details from last yeah, year's course. game. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good for a guy that was stoned and drunk that I can remember those details. It's pretty good. He's Not been bad. watching game tape. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're game planning. We're ready to go. That little kid can scoot, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, my sister's kid, All right. Patrick Toll. Patrick Toll. Yep. Yeah, between my sister and his, his dad, Brian Toll, is the greatest, maybe the greatest high school football player in the history of New Jersey, right? He went... He was a played middle linebacker and fullback as a true freshman for Boston College. He led. He was the ACC Freshman of the Year and had a pretty serious neck injury at the end of his or no, early in his junior career, junior year, and it derailed his life. Uh, as as you know, that can do, and he never got a chance to play in the NFL because of it. 
Um, this took a depressing turn. Don't know how to transition. He's okay. He's doing good. Right, he's working on Wall Thank Street. You. He's yes. got a big house, so Thank don't worry. You. He's okay, all right. Good. You said his kid is a good football I didn't, player. I didn't know how six, to go so, from that yeah. into you know Happy Thanksgiving. I didn't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. All right, you all right. three Stooges. Right. I always enjoy it. Have a good day tomorrow. All, all right. right, have fun. You know, we'll have live good, it up a little bit. We'll have a good day, but not as good as yours. I yeah. mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you can you can try, compete, you know, compete what, a little bit. Why don't you have Billy well, up to the house for Thanksgiving one year? You should yeah, do that. next year. Let's yes. do it next year. Okay, I'd love that. Well, you know, Billy, you talk about tackling people. I'd, I'd tackle Billy on Thanksgiving. I believe, I really that. Would. I believe that's, that. That's why I selected him. Yeah. <laughs> see you later, buddy. Have a good Thanksgiving. All right, guys. See you. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, man. You too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Billy, I got a call on my way home from one of my daughters saying, what'd you say about Travis? <laughs> oh, no. The <laughs> uh, has invented that the Chiefs fans have turned on Travis Kelsey. No, they will turn on Travis Kelsey, Mike. They will eventually. Why? <laughs> Mike, if they continue to lose games, Super Bowl champions, all right, they continue to lose games. He has some drops. He has a big fumble in the red zone last night. Yeah. The second you stop making your fans feel good is the second the fans turn their backs on you, Mike. Yeah, That's right. my no. feeling, okay? Oh, no, you take happens, away their yeah. feel good, you take away their winning because you're not focused on football, okay? Or at least the perception is you're not focused on football. You're shooting commercials, you're doing a podcast, and you're dating the most famous person in the world. My theory is fans in Kansas City will start to turn on Travis Kelsey. You're 100% correct. Thank I mean, you. we we build up to tear down, right? We build up. The guy's a Hall of Famer. He and his brother are both going in the Hall of Fame. Yep. But as soon as anything starts to slip, you look for reasons why. And they'll say, well, yeah, he's, now he's too busy. And in my opinion, it has zero to do with what's going on in the field. Agreed. But that's that's what people will do. Hell, I was an average player, and I have people telling me in the grocery store in Philadelphia, why are you out shopping? You should be home watching film. It, it, and now multiply that by a million for a future Hall of Famer if they are not up to what standards you believe they should be. And he's still a great tight end, without question. He gets yep. double and triple covered all the time. They left him in to chip some as well, so he has to go out into routes late because their tackles are struggling. But he has a drop, and it's the weather out, so that happens. And give you know Roby all the credit in the world from the Eagles for punching that ball out. It's very important. I don't think these things either. I agree with you, but it but, is great, Billy. No. It is great when I throw out one of these theories to have my no. goalie's voice no. help no. validate it, okay? Credibility, no. Billy. I mean, no. The thing is, is that you are afraid to be the one to say it, but you still want to say it, so you're hiding <laughs> behind the fans are going to start saying this. Yeah. yeah, just say it. Own it. Be the one to say it. Be the no, first. I, I, I'm just warning my friend Travis that if he's driving around Kansas City listening to the big sports radio station locally there, I don't know what it is anymore. But if he is, he's going to start hearing that if this continues. That's all I'm saying. Mike agrees with me. We can. He is, and, and he's not going to care. 
Uh, Mike, do you think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl? We said the AFC was so deep, and the NFC was basically San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas, and then everybody else. Now we can throw Detroit in there probably as well. And we said the AFC is this team and that team and this team and that team. The AFC ain't so strong anymore, right? Some injuries help, though. Joe Burrow, I mean. Understand, understand. But what we thought was Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland. Who else was going to jump in at the Jets? And but before Aaron Rodgers, Miami. Now Miami finally beat a team that was 500. The Jets lost Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, Buffalo, they fire their offensive coordinator. You lose Joe Burrow. Uh, Cleveland doesn't have a quarterback, so they're living on their defense. Baltimore, I love them, you know, um, I, I definitely do. There's warts on all those teams. And you look at Kansas City, and I forgot who I was listening to, just saying, oh, I'm not worried about Kansas City. I still think they're going to be there. Kansas City has 26 drops that leads the NFL. Next is the Jets with 20. They're behind the Jets in drops. They're averaging just over five points in the second half. The last three games, they haven't scored a point in the second half. That's not just something you flip the switch on and say, oh, we'll fix it. But I'm not going to sit here and say there isn't some worry because this isn't baseball, basketball, football, where it's a series in the playoffs. It's one game. So it takes one game to have two red red zone turnovers, three or four drop passes, and you know what? You're packing up your lockers the next day, and it's over. So, Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm definitely concerned, but I also don't think the AFC is as deep as we once thought. Mike, all these teams you mentioned, it feels like they have all this talent, but they always show us something that make you go, yeah, but if all of these teams play their best game, who do you have going out of the well, AFC? Yeah, the AFC, I didn't think it would be Kansas City still. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the big reasons is their defense. Their defense is playing phenomenal. What, they have four sacks in the first half, only one in the second half. But that defense has been playing some really, really good ball. Offensively, you know, we said it from the beginning of the season. Who's the other go-to outside of Travis Kelsey? I'm playing them, and that's what the Eagles did. I'm covering him. I'm doubling him. Where else you going? It's been Rasheed Rice. Is it continuing to be him? Or Justin Justin Watson Watson, the other day. (laughs) Justin Watson went into the Monday night game with 14 receptions for the year. He had 11 targets alone. In that game. So, and, and Patrick said after the game, and this is what great quarterbacks do. Hell, um, uh, uh, Peyton did it in Indy when you didn't know who the receivers are. You know, Patrick Mahomes said, I'm throwing to the guy that's open. I'm throwing to what the defense gives me. And if Justin Watson is the guy that's on the field, and in this particular route scheme, he is the option and he is open, I'm throwing him the ball. You know, now if he continues to drop them a little too much, you, you may think about it uh, again. You know, Scantling, I mean, my God, the ball hit him right in the hands, but he's had drop issues his entire career. So can that stop? But I still trust Mahomes that he's going to get it to the right guy. The issue has been those guys have been dropping the ball. Uh, Mike, I want to do some college with you here because it's a big, uh, big yes. weekend coming up, college football. So what do you do if you're the committee here with Florida State? If they win the Florida game and they beat Louisville in the ACC championship game, they're in. There is no way that they can be undefeated, even if they lost their quarterback, and you can't and you put a one-loss team over the top of them. You can't, you can't do it. Can't do it. Okay. Cannot do it. Right. If they lose, 
If they lose, say they beat Florida and lose to Louisville in the ACC championship game, I think the ACC will be out. I don't think that's going to be enough juice for Louisville because they had an awful, awful loss to Pittsburgh. Yes. I think, what, 38-21? Right. Put 38 on them. Every conference outside of the SEC is praying that Georgia beats Alabama because Alabama can throw the biggest monkey wrench into this thing by beating Georgia by a field goal. And then everybody going, oh, SEC's getting two teams in. That yeah. knocks another conference out. So they're all pray- And there might be a ripple effect. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. The ripple effect might be, oh, now we have to put Texas in. They beat Alabama at they Alabama. Beat Alabama. Right. Yeah, that, they're another wild card in there, though that Big 12 championship game got a little less juice than, say, like the possible Pac-12 championship game, where right. I think the winner could be in. Because loser of Ohio State, Michigan is probably going to be out um, some will say if it's a close game, could they both get in? But one won't be playing on championship weekend, so I think the loser is going to be out. I think the Pac-12, if they can get to that Pac-12 title game of Washington and Oregon, they both got to get through games this week, I think the winner is going to be in. And I think quite quite honestly right now, I think Oregon's playing better than Washington. That's going to be the interesting thing because you know if Bama beats Georgia, Bama's going to get in. Yes. And and there's a probably a good chance Texas won't get in. And Texas beat Bama, which is obviously going to get people up in arms, right? Wow. I, I, but it should if that's the yeah. case. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's the most valuable thing in that sport. The most valuable win in that sport yep. is beating Alabama at Alabama. Yeah, it, it is. Except until Alabama, if they beat Georgia in the <laughs> right. SEC championship game when Georgia's undefeated. Right. Do you think that will happen, though? I, I don't. I still okay. think. Though Milrow's been passing a little bit better, and Tommy Reese, our old coordinator, said we've been able to put back in some of the game plans with the passing because Milrow's gotten better at throwing the ball. I just think you saw Brock Bowers come back last week. I think Georgia's still too good overall. How do you feel about the Michigan-Ohio State game this weekend? What a great weekend of football, Mike. It, it really is. I still feel – I still lean toward Michigan, though they've had a couple of la- – the last couple of wins have been, you know, okay – Letting Maryland kind of get back in that one was was interesting. For Ohio State, I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr., even throwing Stover, the tight end, I think he's our second-leading receiver. I like him, too. He's, he's made some good plays as well. But Marvin Harrison Jr. is just – he is everything that, 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 that you could imagine. The, I think the two of the best non-quarterbacks when we start talking about Heisman are he and Brock Bowers. And Bowers was hurt for a little bit. Marvin has been unbelievable. You know, Ohio State always has that big playability because of Marvin Harrison Jr. I think Michigan's the better team. I would pick them to win and then go on and, and, and the win the Big Ten. Mike, we were talking about this earlier in the week, and I'm curious what your response is. Is this possibly the last huge regular season non-conference championship game that college football will have? Because once the playoffs expand and you have 12 teams getting in, a two and a three doesn't really feel the same because of the fact that you could go down to eight or nine, doesn't matter. You're still in the playoff. Yeah. Where this could be an elimination game for one of the teams and, and so, possibly will be. So you're still going to get that. You're just going to get that down the list a little bit. You're so saying you more games would have more meanings, Mike, when you get down to like eight, nine, 10, 11, yeah, 12. But exactly I think most right. people feel like none of those teams can have a chance of winning if they make it to the playoffs anyways. You I know? mean, do we think do we think that this year? I mean, how far do we go? Oregon six, Texas seven, Alabama's eight. Do we think Alabama wouldn't have a chance to win the championship? Louisville's been playing, playing really well at nine, except for that bad loss to Pitt. 
Uh, Missouri gave Georgia everything they could handle. They're say, I'm looking at the AP now. Missouri's well, at I, 10, Penn State, Ole Miss. Penn State, I'm not a believer at all. They, no. they just, I mean, my God, they can't throw the ball vertical. It's been unbelievable. Big game, James. Uh, Louisville, I, too, I, though. Like, Louisville could, I don't think Louisville could make a run. They almost lost to Miami this weekend. I know, but that's but, so that's the yeah. point. Billy's points is a great one. No, like, like the games you're talking about, more games, more yes. meaningful games. We get it. We understand it. But Louisville gets to the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. They're not beating anyone. It's a, it's a great point. I, I, I would disagree i think they could maybe win a game or so but to win the title i see your point they i don't think they could do that so yeah i mean to some that's going to water it all down like i said you'll still get basically playoff games within the regular season and elimination games they'll just be lower down where you think yeah teams aren't going to win i get it your top six your top seven are going to be there it's just a matter of where where they are as we know the top few conference champs are going to get buys so I get it, but but I'm a fan of this. I'm glad it's expanding um, because you never know who can make that run. Uh, Billy, why are you smirking there? I think he likes the 12-team playoff because Notre Dame gets it every year. Well, I mean, oh. I like the 12-team playoff, too. I just I feel like I'm no. going to miss the two versus three feeling like appointment television. Like a Agreed. nine versus 11. It's Listen, like, yes. eh, okay, it, whatever. It, it's perfect what you're saying right now because Michigan-Ohio State loser would probably would still be in. I was actually smiling also, Stugatz, because I was trying to fast forward in my head. Like, I was thinking, who's going to be the first, like, nine seed that wins the national championship? And it's going to be Alabama on a two-loss season, right? So I'm thinking (laughs) about that. And then I was also fast forwarding more and just kind of applying some of the things that happened today towards, like, a future playoff situation where... You know, obviously USC is not in it, and there's conversation. Should Caleb Williams continue playing this season? Should he just sit out so he doesn't get injured? Who's going to be the first person that's going to be like a consensus number one pick on a 12 seated <laughs> playoff team that a conversation has actually had? Should they sit off the college football playoffs so that they don't injure themselves and affect draft stock? Because yeah. that that conversation will happen no, seven yes. years from now, maybe. No but s- someone will come along that'll be a generational talent that's like, your team's not going to win. Is it worth uh, you it? Know for you know what? We're an 11 C. We yeah. have no shot. I'm out. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I, <laughs> That, that's it's a it's a fair statement and and a lot of people will think about when it's going to happen yeah i i definitely get it um we'll, we'll have to wait and see because obviously with four teams no no player outside of being injured has sat out a playoff game and i don't think anybody would when you're in the top four but top 12 i i agree different story i mean guys have the different priorities we can say you can have your opinion on whether it's good or bad but at the end of the day the player's doing what the player feels they need to do for themselves and i know a lot of people have opinions one way or the other on that um but yeah i that that i don't have any doubt that if there is a for somebody, if there is a lingering injury, that injury will become all of a sudden more severe, right. and maybe have to sit that one out. You know, instead of just saying I'm not playing in this game. You know, because this is where we are again. You know, what players on teams not in the playoffs? What players are going to sit? What players are going to not not play? Because we know it's kind of it's commonplace now. Not to spend too much time on this, Mike, but the reason Oregon, Oregon State is so fascinating this weekend is the pressure, the weight of the world is on Oregon just to keep winning. Yeah, you know? oh, it is. <laughs> oh, look at look at how about Washington last week with Oregon State playing yes. in that in that cold rain and right. uh, got pulled out the two point win. I mean, this is normally where the Pac twelve Pac twelves themselves, right? They yes. knock each other out and they're and they're done. 
And right now, both teams are nail-biting, holding on. Washington's got to beat Washington State. Oregon beat Oregon State, and we get the rematch. This is the rematch we want, right? This is the rematch we wanted. We thought we still may get Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, that's a little more convoluted, but it would be a two-loss Oklahoma team. We were hoping for the one loss against the one loss, you know, in that, but we're not going to get that. And certainly you're not going to get it at Michigan, Ohio State, with them being on the same side in the in the East. So that won't happen. So this is what we're hoping for, that Oregon and, and Washington meet again, because we all believe the winner is going to be in. Uh, can you envision a scenario where, let's say Oregon wins that game. So now yeah. Oregon and Washington, they both have one loss, okay? Alabama beats Georgia. It's a close game. Yeah. Alabama and Georgia both go in, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe by extension, you're thinking to yourself, if you're the committee, I can't put Alabama in and not put Texas in, so they have to be in. And then you have the winner of Michigan-Ohio State. I'm asking you, can you envision a playoff that does not involve Washington or Oregon? The scenario you're playing is Alabama beats Georgia. And if that happens, I think they're both going to be in. If Michigan wins the Big Ten, that means they're undefeated. They're going to be in. And if Florida State goes undefeated, they're going to be in. So that that. that, that would be your four. Right, yeah, that would be it. So Washington and Oregon would most likely be left out. I and 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 if if take say Florida State loses and they're out of it, I think Washington Oregon winner is going to be in. If Bama beats Georgia, they would be in with Georgia. Michigan would be in, and Texas would be out. Wow! After beating wow. Alabama, but wow, Alabama would be. I know, I know. But Alabama, according to the committee, Alabama will have just beaten the number one team in the country by their vote, by those 13 people's voting. Alabama will have beaten them, and that will supersede the head-to-head, in my opinion, in my opinion. I feel like the committee should drop Georgia to like four or something to try to prevent any of these headaches. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if, they beat the, if they beat the yeah. number one, then it's like, wow, this is going to be a tricky situation. If they're yeah. four, then we don't have to worry about this. That's a that's a great Billy. That's a great thought. <laughs> Did I mean, you just rinse your hands clean of it? <laughs> he, 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 he just he just punches pilot this thing, right? Wash his hands of it. So here, beating let's number four way. is very different uh, than beating number one. Yeah, you only beat number four. You know so. <laughs> Alabama will put you in, but now Georgia, you're out because you were four. You know, that's a, that's has Mike ever thought. liked a Billy idea like this before. I don't know what's going on has today. this ever happened? You know what, Billy? You may be smarter than all thirteen people in that room. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, no, you're not. But you know, yeah. <laughs> check him out every morning, <laughs> Gojo and Golick, <laughs> on the DraftKings Network and wherever you get your podcast. No game this week. You just had your your second grandchild. Your yeah, second grandchild. My nice. my wife had had a, a surgery with her eye, so I got to be home with her as well. And Sydney's obviously just had a baby, so. Uh, you know, we have a few things going on here where I need to be around. But next game, I believe I'll be doing is going to be uh, Philadelphia at Dallas wow. in a couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward uh, to that rematch very much. It's uh, it's getting to that time now in the NFL. Certainly, we're there in college, so it's uh, it's getting fun, and I get to. You know, on Thanksgiving, eat a bunch of food and unbuckle my pants and sit on the couch. That a boy enjoy it. Uh, check them out, Gojo and Golik, uh, every day. DraftKings Network, eight to ten, wherever you get your podcast as well. Happy Thanksgiving, Mike, to you and your entire family. We love you. Thank you. You guys as well. Thanks, man. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. How are you, man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Just uh, getting ready for another week of uh, of madness. <laughs> is that what it is? It's madness, isn't it? The NFL. Well, just, I mean, the NFL madness, life. You know, it's all of this, all of this thing that we experience. It's ups, downs, in and outs, all at the same time. At least you're not planning a wedding through all of that. Yes. Shout out to that my fiance. Be, that would be crazy. <laughs> shout out to my fiance. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself getting overwhelmed at times or? No. Um, I think I almost seek to try to find where I can get overwhelmed at. Um, but no, I have a lot going on, but it still feels like I'm just staying in my lane and continuing to build. Like it's kind of what I've always done. So no, I still got room for more. So I'm still looking for more too. Are you trying to tell me, are you seeking out overwhelmed? Is that, is that what you're saying? You know, in my life, I've really been taking this thing where it's like, okay, I've continued to progress in certain things. And really it's been in, I think my capacity to understand, learn and apply. And it's like, okay, like how much can you possibly do? I I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's subjective for every individual. And I think I'm on a some type of course to try to find that yeah like where is the breaking point is there a breaking point and it's not that you go all out and go outside your capabilities but can you continue to expand your capabilities and live on the edge of what you're capable of i think for you and i mean i don't really know uh but i feel like for you if you sit back and you try to like see absolutely everything that you're taking on at once that's when it becomes overwhelming where if you're just in it and you're just doing one thing at a time you stick to the schedule you know you're capable of doing each individual task and you just got to do them one task at a time and then you can keep doing things it's when you take a step back you're like holy crap i have sixty thousand things going on that then it becomes overwhelming and you feel that pressure that's what I'm talking about, but that was well said, man. Well said. I don't think I could have said it any better because it's that's exactly what it is. Um, and I have a team behind me that helps me right coordinate all of this stuff. Um, and really, I play my part where I need to, but then they pick up the rest of it. And so, exactly what you're saying. Like today is a full day because it's you know we're filming this on the off day, but like it'll be compartmentalized. Like, okay, foundation, experience, you know, speaking, course, you know, X games, and the list goes on, right? Where it's all like, okay, my brain is in a certain uh, state of mind during that. Just like this morning, I went and worked out and I was just blasting heavy metal in my ears and it's just workout mode, you know? So just living in the moment and try to maximize that time while you're doing it. Uh, Mikey, what is going on, man? Is it a full moon or something? Golick thinks that Billy had a good idea. Austin just said <laughs> Billy was spot on with his analysis. I mean, oh, next man. thing you know, him and Sims are going to be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't push it. Yeah, that's don't not going too far. <laughs> that's not too far. Uh, Austin, take us through the last couple of days here because I know you and I know how hard you are on yourself. And so um, it was an exciting game. You, but you guys always play exciting games. Every game seems like a one-score game. Uh, take us through. You had the fumble in that game. So just take us through uh, what you've been going through the last couple of days here. You know, as an individual uh, and what I've built 
my reputation up to be and my standard for myself and this team uh, that can never be compromised. And I cannot be the one that contributes to negative plays. Like that's, I, I have to be the other side, right? I have to be a contributor. I can't be something that's making us or holding us back. And so, yeah, being fumbling on the, in the, in the red zone and um, you know, slipping on the field. I know the field's slippery. Like I got to make sure that like I get my feet right. Like um, and making sure that my, my preparation for the week, I'm not doing too much as far as physically. So my legs are ready to go not feeling heavy and and things like that and so there's just things that okay sometimes you get punched in the face and it's like okay that's a reset like okay well like like wake up like get back to who you were um and make sure you hold your standard and so in the game yeah there was there was just too many mistakes as a collective um but you know i definitely played a part in that and it can't happen it can't happen you know we have we have talent we have this we have that but it doesn't matter if you guys if we as individuals, myself included, looking in the mirror first, if I don't play up to that standard on Sunday, none of it matters. Um, and so that's kind of been my biggest emphasis, you know, over this after reflecting over these last few days is like, okay, like you're doing the work during the week, you're putting it all in, you're making sure, but it's like, okay, what are the little things that that are going to separate and get you back? And it, I think it really is right, right between the ears. And so um, I've kind of gone back to this this metal phase that I was in in the past where it was like, let me just make sure that I'm like tapped into like, you know, I have a dragon on the side of my, my core or it's like, let me just tap into that inner beast and making sure that this is everything that I can possibly put into this again when it is football time. So you are a leader, you're a team captain on your team. You take accountability, you say, you know what? I slipped, I fumbled the ball, but unfortunately, like the last game, there were lots of missed opportunities, right? There were some drop passes. There were some that were lost in the sun, whatever, right? By the and way, Billy, they still have the lead and a chance to win that game. So. Well, so yeah. So then after the game, the media kind of goes after your coach Staley and says the defense was to blame for this. You had a chance, you blew the lead, right? And then he, you know, has been feeling the pressure from the media from the outside, as I'm sure you're aware. And people are saying, is this the right fit? Whatever. And gets a little defensive. And he's like, no, it's not the defense because he's a defensive minded coach. And then goes and kind of almost points the finger on the offense and on miscues in the red zone. Is that something that like when you have conversations with him, you realize, hey, this may be just he's caught up in the moment and you guys have a conversation about it or you just kind of keep moving. And it's like I can't get into any of that stuff. No, um, you know, I, I think his job as the head coach is to hold us all accountable. Um, and so if him tell, letting us know that we messed up, yeah, that's what I expect that from him. I need we need that from him. Like, hey, like you guys can't be doing this. Like this is what losses the game. Like we need more from you in this in this area. And, you know, that he does that for all positions, right? He'll, he'll call you out. He'll call you out in the meeting. I, I love that too. Cause it's like, okay, like I need right. That accountability where the whole team is like, yep, Austin, you can't, can't fumble on the four yard line, man. Like you can't, like you can't have this. That's we're going to lose games. Um, and so him coming at the offense, like it's totally appropriate. We, we did not play at the level that we should have been playing at. Um, and, you know, our defense held into enough. We, we got to score more than 20 points. Like we're capable of that. Like, like I, <laughs> I want more of that. Like put it back on us, you know, like we got to score, like in my mindset, it's like, we got to score more than whatever they score anyway. Right. So it doesn't matter what the defense does in my mind. Um, so no. for you guys, it's not a big deal because this is what, this is how he interacts with you anyways. It just happened publicly. So we thought, oh, it looks like he's blaming certain players for certain things when in reality, you have those conversations anyways, and he does that to you guys. I have to be well, honest. I was pissed off at him on behalf of my friend Austin Eckler. I was. I was pissed at him. I'm just being honest. <laughs> There's no reason to be pissed for uh, the head coach holding this team accountable. Right. Um, you know, But and, he has to be accountable, you know? He, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it, we all have to look in the mirror. And he, and he says he said this, too. Right. It, it comes down to all of us making sure that we're putting ourselves in a place to right as a coach put your guys in the place to make the plays. But then as players, we actually have to go out there and execute and make those plays. And if we don't, all of us have to be accountable to what we're putting on the field on Sunday. And, you know, I think he's done a great job of doing that. And I, I buy into that because you need that. Like you need that in society. You need that. in especially in a team sport, you got to have accountability. And it's got to start from the top. Uh, Rex Ryan said he should go back to being a division three coach. Did you hear that? And well, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's such a, <laughs> such a shot. Unnecessary. I'm, I mean, they're, they're trying to get clicks, man. This man's trying to get clicks. Like, you know, so it is what it is. I, I don't want to say much more on that one because it's just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> Do you feel like your coach is accountable when it comes to this? Like it's Absolutely. hard to, it's it, okay. So he is, so he'll, I, he'll take almost, the play. And I, put it, so because there were too many men on the field. Also, that's on him, you know, I think, I think it's, I think he's almost taking too much of the blame. Okay. Um, where well, it's like, like, coach, like you said, it's your fault. It's your fault. No, like it's it's my fault. It's Herbert's fault. It's this person's fault. It's you know Quentin Johnston. It's it's me fumbling the ball. Like it's these individual plays. It's like just coach said he's not on there making the plays. We have to make the plays. Sure. You know, like it's us as players. And I wasn't using those players in specifically of what happened, but I'm just saying us as players have to take accountability too. He has to do that, but it's not all him. You know, but to the media, we're kind of shielded because he is our head coach. So when we don't win the game, they're going to go to Brandon Staley. What happened? And he's trying to shield us from getting all the media and trying to tear us apart and all of this thing and try to make us point fingers, which we can't do that. We have to stay together. And so my opinion, I'm like, he takes too much accountability for <laughs> for the losses where it's like, bro, we have to make the plays. We are the players on the field. Coaching can only take you so far. And then players got to make up, make a guy miss, make a spectacular catch, right? Make an interception, force a fumble. Those things you can't really coach. You can talk about it, but you got to go out there and do that. Um, and that's not even in the scheme. That's in just effort. And that's just in fundamentals of the game. What if you get Belichick, though? I mean, just what if that happens? Mm. You you can't count on that, like you don't want. You that. want me to take out Rex Ryan for you? I'll be happy to do it. I mean, it was a cheap shot by Rex. But what if you get Belichick? What if, don't, you was, don't want Bill Belichick. <laughs> you don't want Bill Belichick. Don't, don't entertain that. Good you want to have a good uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have a good time. Look, 2003 Belichick, maybe not 2023 <laughs> Belichick. You don't want that. <laughs> Hey, I can't confirm or deny, right? All I all I care about, right? Honestly, I really don't care who my head coach is, right? It comes down to am I executing and do we have a chance to win? Do we have a chance to freaking win the games? You right. know, and we've had that, but we've come up short. Why? Well, it's because we got to play better. Uh, Billy, I, I was I was <laughs> I was so nervous asking that question that I morphed into, hey, you want me to take out Rex Ryan for you? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> So for you, Austin, is for you that your position coach more important than your head coach? Ooh, I would say on an individual level, yes, because we have more day to day and that helps me with my mental, right? Getting ready to play the game and talking about the fundamentals, talking about the game plan. As far as an importance, it, there's different ways to evaluate them. As far as an importance to me individually with my mental and like the preparation, yes. But as far as right, the whole organization and the culture of the team, I would say the head coach is more important there. What does thanks, uh, Thanksgiving look like for you? Honestly, look, I forgot it was even Thanksgiving coming up, mm -hmm. um, to be honest. And so, <laughs> Football, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. My, my family's spread out all over the place. So I'll be probably locked in. I think we have uh, that evening off. So maybe we get like a Friendsgiving going with the team. Um, some of the guys get together. I know last year I got together with some of the, some of the guys and we had a little Friendsgiving. So we'll probably do something like that again. Uh, I think the thing with like pointing out and not to harp on this too much, but like Austin, you're very critical of yourself. And I'm certain Keenan Allen is very self-aware and critical of himself. And just as players, if I know my guys, my leaders, my best players are self-aware and critical of themselves, I don't want them saying, this is just me, right? I don't want them saying what they say to me privately to the media. That's all. That's it. Like, he knows you guys are professional. He knows you guys feel terrible about what happened in Green Bay, you know? Are you, are you asking me a question or are you making a statement? Yeah, well, I, uh, well, I'm making a statement. I don't like it. I, I, I got to be honest. I was I was way more upset with Staley than you were, <laughs> which uh, is really odd, man. Uh, for, for, for me, man, like us as individuals, man, like it starts with us. Like I have to take accountability. I have to play at the level that I'm capable of playing. If I don't do that, how can I ever criticize anyone else or what they're saying? It doesn't matter because right. I have to make sure that I'm checking my boxes. All right, but what if what if you in your post game press conference said, "Hey, the coach has to put the right amount of people on the field. <laughs> like that's on him." How would he feel about that? I mean, we yeah, he's got to make sure we're all lined up. Where we got to make sure we're in the right positions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I'm not here to say he's right or wrong, but I am here to say that yeah, we all have to take accountability. Um, right. And whether you're mad, it doesn't really it doesn't matter if you're mad at him or not. Like we got to move forward, right? We got to get come sure. back. We got to regroup and we got to move forward. We still got you know almost half the season left, um, and so like, I don't want to get caught up in feelings. You know, I, I think got this it. is a very emotional game, especially from the fan standpoint, because they only see what's on the outside when it comes from the media. They don't see what's in the locker room and how connected we are and the accountability and and how we're going through week to week and what the mindset is and, and what we're saying to each other. Um, and so there's a there's well, 90% of the league is not covered. And what is covered is media on Sundays, um, you know, is like the big thing. So. Yeah, don't get don't get too caught up in the the emotional part. Of I'm it, way man. more upset about it than you are, man. It's I know, weird. I know. Uh, uh, so that's so a, this is a problem, though, Stu, that I think we should be working on. If Austin doesn't care, I don't think you should. That I should. It's not care. that I, I don't, don't care. It's not that I don't care. Um, it's that I think it, it comes down to me internally, like looking in inward first before I can go and actually articulate something about someone else. Like, am I doing my job? Well, it's like I came up short. Because if we win that game, the whole media, you know, presence is so much different around that, yes. right? Yes. And so it's like there's such a fine line. So that's why you can't be like all one way or all the other. It's like for us, especially in the game, we got to stay level, stay level. Because I don't fumble. We score up two scores. We win the game. No one even talks about anything besides, hey, you guys are back on track. You know, like there's a streak starting up. Like, how do you feel now going forward? You know, so man, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a fine line. It was also a blessing and a curse to you know to have the media. <laughs> it's a game of inches, Austin. Yeah, you know? indeed it is, my friend. Indeed it is. And we I see it every you, week. Uh, I'll tell you who would never throw you under the bus though in a post game press conference. Belichick. He went to the well because he doesn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> right? he just mumbles. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but it's so jumbled up the AFC, Austin. Hey, like you got, you're still. Hey. Go I ahead, will say this, though. There's the, throwing someone under the bus and holding someone accountable is, is very different. Fair. Fair. Very different. So I, I will say that, and I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. All right, totally fair. It's so jumbled up, though, the AFC, that you could still envision a scenario like, yeah, let's go. We got half the season left. Let's go get to the playoffs, right? I mean, that that's the only thing I can think about, right, is that we got a chance. Is Until we don't have a chance, we have a chance. Right. 
What was the experience like at Lambeau Field for you? Well, besides the field, you know, being the frozen tr- uh, tundra, Austin, AF. that's what it's called. You know, it's slippery. Oh my God. You know, look, I even wear the studs. Like I'm ready for this. You know, maybe I should have got the, the inch longer ones. Um, but man, yeah, unfortunate. But, um, yeah, no, the atmosphere was great. They have like those trains are well bought into like how all of this stuff works. Where it was like <laughs> their offense is on the field. They're all standing up and it's like, right. You can you can hear the people just having a good conversation behind you, you know. And then when the when we're on the field offense, everyone's you know going crazy. And I'm like, oh, these guys get it. Like they get it. They actually understand. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to ask all three of you. Actually, a very polarizing statement by my daughter was made last night. My whole family got in a fight. Hmm. She hmm. said she doesn't like turkey. She does not want turkey for Thanksgiving. She wants steak. She wants a sliced steak. I don't know, Billy. Not even ham. She wants a steak. Uh, Austin, how do we feel about her take? Can I ask a question for you guys, actually? Kind of of complain to that? of course. How many times out of the year do you eat turkey? Once. So what are we talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Who who really likes turkey then? (laughs) You eat it once out of the year. There's so many other. Your daughter is an innovator. Yeah. Is she really? No, it's something I was. Listen, it's something I've thought. I was not brave enough to say it. (laughs) She said it. My wife really likes it. If we only eat it once a year, then we're doing it for the tradition, not because it's the best meal. You know, like, oh, my God, I can't wait till Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. so I can finally eat turkey. You know, it's. (laughs) All right. All right, man. So you have the Ravens coming up. Good luck to you. Um, We're sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm more upset at your coach than you are. Uh, My apologies to both you and him. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. Look, the emotions, like we can't let it get into the locker room. You know, that's it's for the fans. It's for the excitement of the game. That's what people get invested because now you got these headlines of the emotional things, the controversial things. But for us, man, like we're thick skinned. And guess what? You can you can tell me a lot worse. You can tell me I suck. You can tell me X, Y, Z. I've heard it all. But guess what? I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to get my mind right. And it's got to be better next time. Absolutely. And so, like I said, you're going to see me. I'm probably going to be headphones in and I'm, I'm laser focused, you know, <laughs> blasting some heavy metal in the ears. All right. Listen, it's, listen. It's a time to be thankful, Austin, okay? Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're getting married. You, you have your health. You have your good looks. You might have Belichick. I mean, it's a time to be thankful. Okay, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> this guy. We're thankful for you, though, man. We've got this guy. Appreciate you, guys. I'm a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to chill with that, man. Come on. <laughs> I'll never say it again. I'll never say it again. We are thankful for you, my friend. We really are. We appreciate Likewise. you every single week. Uh, you're a good man, and uh, good luck yeah. against Baltimore more this Sunday, man. Thanks, boys. Appreciate you guys. Gord, how are you feeling? You know what? I'm on day 10. Wow, day 10. really? Well, the last time yeah, we left you, um, you were you were sitting at a bar with uh, with Rob's best friend from college, I believe. No, uh, it was Mojo's. Was Mojo's. Oh, Mojo's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. And you didn't have a drink is what you're saying. Correct. I watched everyone else have them. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's very challenging. Um, I do feel better the next morning. Good. Um, I went to the Massachusetts State Gala to support our um, heroes on Saturday, and I faked more muscle chugs and adult beverages than I ever have in one, one night stand. <laughs> um, and everyone thought I, everyone thought I was blacked out at the club. Wow! <laughs> Did you have to like carry you through? Like, were you acting like you were hammered? Absolutely. 
Yeah. I was acting like I was falling over. I couldn't get onto the, um, you know, the, the little spinny camera thing that they take your video. I was falling off of it. Yeah, just, it, it was awesome. I had more fun doing that. I think, you know, drinking. Okay. So 10 days sober. I'm huh, Gord. Hey, yeah. Hey, Good. We're proud of you, buddy. Do God. How about, you. How about Gord, Gordy's hiding from his family in Fort Myers. So he doesn't have to go on the party bus tonight. He stayed in Boston just so he doesn't have wow. to go on the party bus with Share Bear tonight. I will say this before we get to Share Bear. Dan Bonato went one and one last week. And Gordy, your Uber driver went three zero oh, and two. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to hear from Michael again, but Michael had a perfect Wait, week. Gordy, do you have Michael's number? You're supposed to get Michael on this week. What happened? <laughs> I'm going to have to go back through the Uber list. Yeah. <laughs> He's undefeated, Gordy. He's undefeated. We had three undefeated people last week. We had Michael, who was undefeated. We had... K-Funk, who was undefeated. And we had Juju, who was undefeated, who I believe is already in the Zoom, even though we can't see him in our studio. Uh, Juju, are you there? Can you hear us? I'm here than a motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Juju, have you met all of the guys? This is Gordy, Share Bear, K-Funk, and Carl. I'm the person who be tagging y'all online, Carl. And yeah. Go, no, I, know, I, I know, I know. Good dad, my best, man. Tell dad I said hello, man. There he is. <laughs> yes, there's sir. Juju. Does anyone have an answer for me as to why there's a party bus tonight? Anyone? Anybody? I think Share Bear is his annual Thanksgiving party bus, right? Oh, okay. All right. Gordy? Yeah, and I got a text message earlier. He doesn't know I'm still in Boston. And if he's not on, I am I am flying yeah. to Fort Myers tonight, but he doesn't know that. All right. When do you get back? Oh, uh oh. Oh, shit, he's gone. Hey, hey, I'm checking JetBlue flights right now. Let me see what times they land. I'll find it. I'll find you. Pick him up. Hey, Share Bear, Share Bear, pick him up from the airport in the party bus. Yeah, you should do that. Guys, he doesn't want to be found. Like, what don't you understand? You got That's what everybody says. It's like me. I say I don't want temptation, but hey, call me if you got anything good. Okay. So All right. He doesn't want to plan it, but he still wants to know what's going on and he can make a quick audible. Mm. Got it. All right. But 10 days sober. I mean, come on. <laughs> We're going for New Year's, right, Gord? Is that is that the deal? Yeah, I have to. I mean, yeah, four to. weeks in Vegas was just so intense that I, I just have to reset myself. Carl, when's the last time you've been hammered? Mm. <laughs> More than 40 years ago, the night before my first wedding, I got hammered. Okay. Oh, wow. Dang. All right. K-Funk, last nice. time you've been hammered? Last night. Okay. Okay. Share okay. Bear, last time you've been hammered. Like hammered. Hey, hammered. Carl, Carl, I love when people say before their first wedding, so it's safe to say that alcohol didn't go too good with you, huh? Correct. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, Juju, last time you were hammered right now. Uh, 2003, I think. I I, I tried uh, Irk and Jerk for the first time, e and <laughs> And I was I had the ball in my hand in the street laid out. <laughs> Sorry about that. Gore, when, when we come to the party in Vegas, the, the Gronk Beach party, Juju needs to be on the list, okay? Yeah, he, absolutely. He, he goes wherever me and Billy go Super Bowl week, okay? I mean, that's perfect because, you know, you'll probably be able to bring a guest or two, so there you go. Juju's right. in. Awesome. Juju's our plus one, all right? I got I got blocked out last last uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> I was trying to text Mojo. He had like I can't know who I was. Yeah, mm. don't yeah don't rely on Mojo for anything, dude. <laughs> he was probably so drunk he didn't know who he was either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the games here. We have uh, Gordy. Do me a favor, please. I'm begging you. Okay, just go through the phone for next week. Okay, go through the phone and find that Uber driver. Okay, <laughs> I mean okay. three hours. Hey, I mean, let me take a note. Okay, thank well, hold you. on a second. Juju is here because Juju oh, was. 
going to kind of down. I'm clean, clean up the fact that I like you uh, uh, you kind of made a mess of this segment, Stugat. So, Juju, do you want to be the master of ceremonies today, or do you want Stugats to handle it and you're just going to be picking? Uh, Stugats can handle it because I'm intimidated by all these beautiful brothers on the <laughs> okay. screen right now. I wouldn't know where to start. You all know right. What, I mean? <laughs> what he's saying is he doesn't know your names. <laughs> no, that's not the case. <laughs> I mean, you just met him. I mean, all right, let's go. Let's go to the first game. Uh, Juju, I'm going to start with you. Commanders at Cowboys. Cowboys, an 11-point favorite at home. Juju, who you taking? Not only am I taking the Cowboys, I'm taking C.D. Lamb for over 6.5 catches, no matter what happens. Wow, He's going to have a turkey leg on the, in his hand at the end of the game. All right. Mark my words. A bonus pick. I love that. Gord, who are you taking here? Cowboys minus 11 at home against the Commanders. That's a big spread for a division game. I wanted to go Washington, but then I real, I remembered Mojo is from there. So I, ha- I have to go with <laughs> Okay. My brothers all live in Dallas and first play for the the Cowboys, and it's Thanksgiving. You, you know mm-hmm. they're gonna yes. they're gonna cover. they're gonna cover. Agreed. Okay, Funk, who you taking here? I got my son Dojo's here. He's gonna pick also with me. Dojo, I'm gonna take. Give me the Commanders. I saw twelve and a half. I don't know where you're getting eleven, but just give me the Commanders and the points. We're getting it from DraftKings, our partner. Yeah, That's exactly. where we're getting it from. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with the Commanders as well. Wait, two Commanders. Nice. So we have two Commanders picks, right? Okay, Funkin' Dojo? Yep. All right, let's go to uh, Share Bear. Share Bear, who are you taking here? Cowboys minus 11, taking on the Commanders. I mean, Gordy's philosophy about the uh, Dallas Cowboys and Thanksgiving America's team, I mean, I just remember big old Leon Lett. You know, he, mm. he didn't really do too well for yeah. America's team on Thanksgiving. So, right. um, with that being said, uh, I think I'm going to still go with the Cowboys. Okay. okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Great setup. <laughs> All right, Carl, who are you taking here? You know, man, I hate giving up so many points at home, but I'm going to be taking the Cowboys and hold my breath. All right. Hold my nose. <laughs> hold my nose. All right, 49ers. Hold your hip. Hold your hip. Hold your hip. That's all good. Hold your alcohol. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks plus seven uh, at home. 49ers getting hot again. They're getting healthy again. Uh, I'll start with you, K-Funk. Who you take it here? I think Geno's going to play. Um, so I'll take I'll take Seattle on this one with the, with the touchdown. Okay. Mm. All right, Dojo. I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm copying him because I'm not. But mm. I'm also going to say the Seahawks. Okay. Eighty five percent clip the last few weeks. My, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let him pick. Seconds. I'll let you pick first. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Very nice of you, <laughs> Your ball hog. I mean. <laughs> All right, let's go to Carl Douglas here. Carl, who are you taking? 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks plus seven. I'm going to take the Niners. They're playing well now. I still think that the Seahawks kind of hurt at quarterbacks. I'll go with the Niners. Give up the points. All right, Carl taking the Niners. Let's go to Share Bear. Share Bear, who are you taking here? Uh, Alcarez and Space Needles. I mean, tough. A lot of things. Um. I'm going with the Space Needle still. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love you, Share Bear. Uh, Gord, who are you taking, man? Who are you taking here? Home, home division dog. I have to go with Seattle. Okay. That's, a, that's too big of a spread for a home division dog. Okay. Uh, Juju, who are you taking? 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks plus seven. <clears throat> Bro, I don't give a damn if Geno playing, Marshawn Lynch playing, the Legion of Boom. I'm taking the 49ers plus uh, minus seven the long way. Got to know. The long way. Brandon Browner's playing, though. Brandon's coming. Look, Brandon Browner and uh, Geno Smith, allegedly, I've heard reports, they have written back this year. They wrote right back to the haters. I, I don't believe in them. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, Dolphins at Jets here for the third game. Uh, the Jets. 
The Jets are dreadful. Uh, they're starting Timmy Boyle. They are plus 11, taking on the Dolphins. Uh, Gord, I'm going to start with you here. Who are you taking? Jets, Dolphins, Jets plus 11 at home. Home division dog again. I just think 11 is too many, but Jets can't score. I, no. I don't know. This is a tough one. Right. And the Dolphins they can't score. score zero points. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm, I believe in Boyle. I'm going with the Jets. How do you believe in Boyle? This. How like is that this. possible? He's QB2 behind Zach Wilson. Like Why do you believe in him? He believes in Boyle, man. Come on. The Jets D, man. Jets D is pretty good now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Tim Boyle's not. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Jets defense. All right. Turn I got over. it. I got it. I got it. Uh, Juju, Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins are an 11 point favorite on the road. Who you taking? Uh, Tim Boyle, Mark Sanchez, uh, whoever you put in there. Dolphins over. I'm taking the Dolphins. And I'm taking Garrett Wilson nice. over what he got. Uh, 4.5 catches. All right. Over 4.5 catches with Garrett Wilson. But they will get drilled to sleep. Okay. See you Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the uh, the bonus picks, Juju. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's go to Share Bear. Uh, Share Bear, who are you taking here? Jets, Dolphins. It's tough. If it was a Miami home game, I'd probably take the Dolphins because not many away teams can, can, can get out alive by not going to Tootsies and losing some sleep. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> New York staying at home is actually probably better for the Jets. So I'm going to take the Jets. All right, taking the Jets. Mm. Let's go to uh, Carl now. Carl, who are you taking in this game? Dolphins, Jets, Jets plus 11 at home. I've been flipping back and forth, and my brother's listening to me. Haven't changed it at all. I agree. In division, dog. I'll go with the – I can't do it. The Dolphins. Yeah. I can't do it. Uh, smart. You're smart, right? You don't believe in Timmy do Boyle. You're smart. It. It's because you're smart. That's why, Carl. By the, by the way, before we, get, before we get too much further, so Carl had a 4-1 and one week, and he had a week that should have been 5-0. and oh, but I kind of screwed him on that, and I gave him a little yes. bit of extra time, and then Carl changed two of his picks and ended up three and two. So Carl had Damn. a potential nine and one stretch that he benefited from us changing a time on him. Okay. K Funk, K Funk, hear that? K to Funk. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the best attorneys we have in America, right there. <laughs> Let's go to K Funk. K Funk, are you taking? We'll here? go to Dojo oh, first. Dojo, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Dojo, very rude. Right. Mm. One hundred percent. 100% Miami, you're saying? And yeah. you know me, I'm a Dolphins fan. I hate this game. Jets' defense is pretty good. I just can't do it, so I'm taking Miami. Okay, okay so you still have the same picks. <laughs> Wait, so is Gore the only one who believes in Tim Boyle? Is that – was that... <laughs> No. No, Sherbert does. Sherbert does, too, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bills and Eagles, a big game this weekend. Mm. Bills at Philadelphia. Philadelphia coming off there. Win against the Chiefs. The Bills had a big win. Josh Allen looks good again, which is funny because uh, he was never bad. Let's start with uh, let's start with Share Bear here. Share Bear, who are you taking? Eagles minus three and a half. Take it on the Bills. Yeah, I think the Eagles got away with one the other night. Um, and once again, hang out with the Gronkowskis, even though they don't hang out as a family. Still, they are from Buffalo. So uh, let's stick with the Bills. Let's stick with the Bills. <laughs> Gord, where are you, by the way? Like, it's some in an office? I like, think he's in Fort Myers. He's lying to us. He's in Fort Myers. <laughs> it's an office. In Chris and Chris's closet, oh. looks like. All right, he's like one of those uh, storage pots. Exactly right, Juju. I got a, I got yes. a desk my next pick. All right, Share Bear, what was the pick? I missed it. I'm sorry. He picked the Bills. All right, um, take the Bills. I okay. went with the family. I went with the Bills. All right, let's go to K-Funk here. Bills at Eagles. Eagles minus three and a half at home. Who you taking? Eagles. Bills mm-hmm. are frauds. 
Bills okay. are frauds. Okay, that was Dojo. Bills are That's frauds. Dojo. Okay. I uh, actually love the Bills this week, so give me the Bills. A little uh, exclamation point on that one, please. Okay, Thank you. okay. For an exclamation point. All right, Juju, who you taking here? Bills at oh, Eagles. My goodness. Yeah, it's a this tough is one. the Juju Bowl. This is my heart lies in Philly <laughs> and, and, and Buffalo. Right. My pick is safety, no injuries. Everybody has fun and take good baths after the game and just have a great Thanksgiving weekend. I have no pick for this game. What? what? You, no you can't pick. do that. You can't do that. I mean, you no can do that. My heart is in both pick. places. I'll put no pick. pick. I'll put no uh, pick. I no okay. Pick. I choose. Oh, man. They're going to hate me. I choose the Buffalo Bills. All right. Okay. There you go. No one like circles like the wagons. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Carl, what's the matter? What are you doing with your hand? <laughs> Dude, you, you got to pick, Juju. It's tough, but you got to pick, man. Come I know. On. You're right, bro. I like the you're swag, right. man, but you got to pick, man. You got to pick. Come on, now. You're right. I let us down. I let us all the <laughs> way down. I'm you're so good. sorry. Don't be so I hard on yourself, swag. Juju. I was enjoying the swag. Why man, are you badgering the witness? Hey, Carl will indict your ass in a second, bro. <laughs> no, come on. I like the swag. I like the swag. I hadn't seen it before. I follow it. You got to pick, man. You got to pick. All right. You made the pick. Everyone back off of Juju, all right? Okay. The Eagles. I think right. the Eagles. Okay. You're taking the, the Eagles. All right. Everyone pick that game. I'm getting No, we Gordy. still need Gordy. Gordy. All right, Gord. Sorry about that. Gord, you throw me off the whole office thing, being sober, <laughs> all of it. Oh, <laughs> Rob's here. Happy nice. Thanksgiving, Rob. All right. So all pick, right. pick his Rob. Right. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So since, Hi, the Rob. Bills, right. since the Bills skipped me the pick before New England, but I'm from Buffalo, this is a tough decision because I, I could I could have been a Bill. Mm-hmm. You could have been. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Bills passed on me twice. Yeah. Well, lucky, wow. lucky, lucky you. I mean, I know. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> lucky <Not> you. <laughs> kind of worked well. out. I mean, no. I got to go with our hometown, B U F F A L O. What's that spell? Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> Let's hey, Gordy, you I'm, I'm looking right now. You're on the 430 flight, Gordy. You get an 815. Is that the right flight? Can't 430. Which one I'm on? You got to guess. You got to yeah. guess. <laughs> hey, it's the 430. I'm looking. At, okay, I know where you're at. Okay, very good. Gord, you've done the Buffalo <laughs> thing in a club before, right? You've had to, correct? Be Sherbert, just camp, camp, out, camp out at the terminal. Sherbert, just go camp out at the terminal yeah. for the next six hours. Stopping you know? him. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> just let it go, Sherbert. You'll be fine. I mean, it's all fun. Sherbert, is that a wristband you got on? Oh, let me go play some pickleball. Nice. I thought you just, yeah, said, yeah. you just said you stopped playing. <laughs> Share Bears number number eight in the world. Well, he was. Uh, he's, uh, he's, I'm he's sliding. Yeah, he's, he's sliding, sliding down a little bit. Right. Shoots it's and okay. ladders. I got all the way to the top, and now you get that big ladder down. All right. The party bus should help. All right. Final game here. Ravens. <laughs> the party bus should help. <laughs> Ravens and Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half. Uh, let's go to Share Bear. Share Bear, who are you taking here? Um, I don't know. You know, it's um, a tough game, man. It really is. Chargers I used to are love confounding. the Chargers when you could just go out and end up in Tijuana. I don't like it as much when you're in LA. <laughs> right. um, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I mean, you know, you go out in Baltimore and end up in Philadelphia. So I'll, I'll go with the Ravens. Okay. All right. I mean, Lamar Jackson getting three and a half points. Let's go to uh, let's go to K-Funk. K-Funk or Dojo. Uh, who are you guys taking here? I'm taking the Ravens. You're taking the Ravens, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. K Funk, are you taking the Ravens? It? Are the Ra- the Ravens are favored by three and a half, right? Yeah, right yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, There's Ravens no are minus three and a half. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. apologies. Yeah, I love this. I love this game. This game and the Bills. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Bolts. Okay, I love it. Uh, Share Bear, do you want to keep your pick? I gave you false information. Are you good? 
Yeah, I, 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 I like it. It's like that movie 21 when Kevin Spacey gives him a second chance. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stick with my – I'm not going to change my pick. I'm, I'm going to stay with my pick. Okay, stay strong. I appreciate it. Let's go to Carl. Carl, who are you taking here? Hey, man, I'm from L.A. I'm not picking the charges no more this year. Give me the Ravens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no more this year. Okay. That's no more it. this year. You're done? Okay. I'm, uh, done with, I'm done with them. All right. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to Juju. Juju, who are you taking here? Ravens at Chargers. Ravens minus three and a half. Bruh, even though the Chargers have not fired the doofus of the week with that big old hat on his head, I still think the Chargers will find a way to get it done. Okay. Brandon Staley, get him out of here, but the Chargers will win this game handedly. You hear it here first, handedly. Okay. handedly. Well, I said it first. We heard it there second. Right. Well, well yeah. handedly. Handedly, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like going away. Like 21 points. Yeah, yeah. Like Juju would be taking the Chargers if they were, you know, minus 19. I yeah. I yep. probably would too. Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, Gord, who are you taking here? Ravens at Chargers. Ravens three and a half point favorite. That's a tough flight from Baltimore. I don't know, but I got to go with Carl. I mean, he's a Chargers fan. If he ain't feeling it, then I'm not feeling it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going with Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like it. All right, boys. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. We appreciate it. Gord, you have an assignment next week. Stay away. Well, you have an assignment this week. Stay away from Share Bear and the Bus. Find Michael. <laughs> Find Michael. You wrote it down. I'm so proud of you, Gord. You're sober. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> fellas. We love you. Juju, come back. Good to meet you, man. Come back next time. Good every week, every week, Juju. Juju, thanks. Thanks, guys. God bless football. God bless football. God bless football. God bless football. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller light has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller light delivered right to your door visit millerlightcom gbf or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.